Hey, this is Vernita here. And this is a completely different type of podcast episode because it is not one that was scheduled. It's uh, something that I felt like I had to go ahead and quickly talk about, even though it's been on my mind for weeks now, actually a few months. And I went ahead and, and pivoted and made the switch in what my focus is in my business. So I needed to create a, a podcast episode to really let everyone know what's going on. And that is that I'm stepping out of the podcasting world and focusing on the broader content marketing world and more specifically content creation. So from now on, I'm going to be working with entrepreneurs who want to create multimedia content faster and easier, even if they're camera shy or don't like to write. Now, here's the thing. That is what I've been doing the whole time. Six months ago, when I started BuyerTractor.com, it was all about using multimedia content to attract qualified buyers. And so the whole process of the creation of it, housing it, and then distributing it. And so the reason why I took the angle of podcasters or people who wanted to podcast who were entrepreneurs who had their own products and services and using their podcast as a marketing tool is because they already were ready and willing to get the equipment that's necessary to podcast. And so it's so much easier to target someone who already has that type of equipment. And so I thought, and, you know, then introduce them to making sure that they use a camera as well. So they have that video, they have the audio through podcasting, and then get the transcription of the episodes so that they can now have the written content and then teach them what to do as it relates to repurposing that in the multiple forms and how you can repurpose that as well as the audio and the video. I thought that was the easier way, the easier approach, but I found out that so much has changed in the podcasting world. And the change I'm talking about is what people think of when they think of a podcast is not what I thought they would think of. It's completely, completely shifted. When I started podcasting, podcasting meant syndicated audio, and it will always mean that to me. And the fact that your audio was syndicated, that was the whole power of having a podcast. It wasn't just that you had some audio that you upload online and start talking and whatever. It was that it was syndicated. That's what separated a podcast from just any old audio that's on the internet but times have changed. Now, any old audio on the internet, people are calling a podcast. Any old video on YouTube, as long as someone says, oh, this is my podcast, and all of a sudden it's a podcast. And it's like, okay, if that is what people think a podcast is now, an audio show or video show or audio event or you know things of that nature, and they take the syndicated part out of it, then the power of it is now gone. And so when I say starting a podcast or using podcast as a marketing tool, they're not getting, oh, I'm using syndicated audio to assist with my marketing. That is not what people are thinking of. So I had to shift. Oh, and then on top of that, people were coming to me wanting to start a podcast business. And I'm like, what? podcast business. You see, I've been behind the scenes for so long 
And I and when I do when I have podcasts and I've had several shows throughout the years, it was always used as a marketing tool because I did not like to write. So I always use audio to speak and it was syndicated and also used the transcription as a written version of that for SEO purposes. But the thing is, people were coming to me. They want to start a podcast business. And basically, it was the whole John Lee Dumas type of thing or Pat Flynn type of thing, which basically was you're making money off of advertising or sponsorship deals, which is the same thing that people do on YouTube in the so-called creator economy and content creators. You know, now if you, if you think of content creators, a lot of people are associating, associating that with YouTube. And they create their videos and they're making money off of ads. And so it didn't hit me that the definitions of things have shifted. Look, I've been online since 2003. I started blogging in like 2000, oh, around the same time, 2003, 2004, which back then it was article marketing. And then that went to blogging. And then I started video marketing around 2008. And then I started podcasting in 2012. And I went behind the scenes not too long after that. But I still had podcasts because I've had so many clients where I tell them, oh, hey, you you want to you want to um, get out there, have more reach. Uh, there's so many different reasons why you should use a podcast as a marketing tool. And with some clients, I was the voice for their business. So anyway, during all this time, you know, this is back. YouTube did not have the same type of system they have now with all these YouTubers, which wasn't even a thing back then. Uh, so basically, to make a long story short, podcasting has basically turned into the same thing as what a YouTuber is or a content creator on YouTube who is looking to start a business where the revenue is generated from the ads or they have sponsorship deals. That is what podcasting has now turned into either that or interviewing and chasing a bunch of guests and trying to get them on there. And then the, there's another business model of either having people pay to be on your show once you reach a certain level and you have a certain audience or you're getting people on your show, show so you can build an audience for the purposes of having a lot of downloads. So sponsors and advertisers will want to run their ads on your show and you can make revenue from that. That is not my thing at all. Podcasting always has been a marketing tool for a business that I already have, not income. You know, that's a whole business model in itself. And that's fine for those who want to do that, more power to them. But when you have your own business and you're watering it down with this whole other business model and you haven't even got the, the main business going yet, that's a lot of, that's, too many moving parts. And even if you had your main business going and you want to have an extra source of income, I get that. But that's not that's not my thing. Right. So I was having people coming to me when I'm talking about using podcasts as a marketing tool and this and that. I guess they thought I was talking about using podcasts as a business because I had people coming to me for that. Then I had people come to me who wanted to start a podcast, but they did not want to do the video part and they weren't into the whole uh written part two so the repurposing of it was not something that they were really into and then they weren't into making sure that they have ownership and control of it and they didn't want 
you know, there's so many things. They just see what everyone else is doing when it comes to the word podcast or podcasting. And now that's the world now when it comes to podcasts. That that is the world we live in. I can't change anything. I know why I'm doing it. And I and I had to shift. I absolutely had to shift. And so everything that I'm doing now is the same. It's just really a different target audience. And I have there's three different parts of my business, but my focus is on the content creation part. There are so many entrepreneurs out there that want to have the video, the audio, and the written content working for them. They use content to attract leads, to attract prospects, to attract buyers, to attract clients, to attract customers. They use content for that. They use content marketing. And so many of them are doing one or the other. They're either blogging or podcasting or uh, doing video marketing or social media. Or whatever. You know, they're doing some, uh, one of these things or a few of these things. And my thing is, why limit yourself when you can do it all? And people are interested in doing it all, but you got people who are camera shy. You got people who don't like to write. You got people who stumble over the words when they speak. You got people who don't mind doing any of that, but it's time consuming. Well, not the way that I do it. It's not time consuming at all. It's, I streamline that whole process. And even if you're camera shy, I have a way to do it in which a camera shy person wouldn't mind doing it, you know? So that is my focus. And I had to let go of the podcasters since, like I said, that's a whole other thing now that I'm not into all of that and focus on the entrepreneurs who are already using content marketing as a strategy, but they want to step up their game and do the multimedia aspect of it and not just focus on one media. That's the content creation part. The second part of my business is the platform part. So that's the housing, the content, but that is, that's like a higher level. So someone who the people I'm focusing on publicly, let's just say is going to be on, you know, straight up content creation. If you want to go to the next level, then I have that next, next level for you. And that is making sure you have ownership and control over your content by housing it on your own multimedia platform. And then the third level after that is the distribution process. But right now, people already want to distribute their content in the way that they're already doing it. But if someone wants to do that, get to that level, want other ways of doing it, that's way more efficient. I'm there for that. So that's what I got going on. And yes, I'm going to continue to podcast. All right. So I'm not leaving as far as not podcasting anymore. I'm going to continue to keep this podcast going. But before I end this episode, I do want to talk a little bit about the multimedia content approach to content marketing. When you use the power of the three main forms of media, video, audio, and written content, you're going to have way more reach than just doing one or the other or just a couple. Do all three. You're going to have so much more visibility, discoverability, more perceived value, and your audience gets to choose which format they want to consume your, your content in. Not everybody wants to read. Not everybody wants to watch a video. People are on the go. They may want to listen to you. And then not everybody wants to listen. They may want to read, you know. 
And then let me say this, you know, with the rise of AI, there are authenticity issues. I mean, it's like, well, who really wrote that? Did you write it or did ChatGPT write it? And, you know, you can kind of tell, most people can kind of tell the difference between ChatGPT writing something and you writing something because there's going to be certain nuances in there. There's going to be certain language that's used that's going to be unique to your tone. But that's only if people know your tone. If someone is new to it, new to you, maybe you're a blog post or a social media post or whatever, who knows who wrote that thing? And so these days, in order to really get that true connection with that person and that person, that human being, knowing that another human being wrote that, at least have audio and video so they can hear you, they can see you and be like, oh, yeah, that's that same person because I can read that and tell it's the same type of vibe. You know what I mean? And let me tell you this. Now they got people who are cloning. You probably already heard about it, cloning voices and all these things. And there's a guy um, on LinkedIn who actually has AI as a host. And you can't even tell it's AI. You can't even tell the woman's voice sound like any old woman's voice. I mean, it's they're literally having a conversation and it's artificial. So quite honestly, these days and what's going to start happening within the next year or so, video is going to be the only way you can truly know that that's the person. You know what I mean? Without a doubt. You can see the person. And now I know they got the video thing, cloning thing going on too. But that looks so weird and freaky that, come on, it's not going to look like what the way I look right now and my natural presence right now. So there's some time for that. But video is the way that people know that you're you. You're building a stronger connection with your audience. And the stronger the connection, the more trust and the more trust the more people are more likely to want to purchase from you. So it's so important that you have that. But again, not everybody wants to watch you. Not everybody wants to listen. But at least if they read and there's a video too, from time to time they may watch the video, they know, yep, that's Vernita. Yep, that's whoever. You know what I'm saying? So it's important to use all three. And I'm saying to do it in a way where it's not, separate individual creation of the content. I mean, you create mother content, video, and then you extract content from that video. So you are literally covering so many bases with just one form of media, one time. So you have a topic, whatever that topic is, and that one time that you're creating content about that topic, via video, you can do so much with that. And the thing about it is, if you do it the other way around, like you have a topic that you want to be in all three forms and you start with written content, the problem with that is that you're gonna wind up having to create some type of video script, for an example. And I don't know about you, but I'm not an actress. I am not trying to remember anything that I wrote down. I am not trying to read off of a teleprompter and, you know, do all that or look to the side. And what was that? And and try to like, you know, act like you ain't looking to the side and you nah, no, that's too much work. and And it's unnecessary. That's why I say start with the video first. 
Because when you start with the video first, you already have the written content. It's already there because you can extract it from the audio that you're taking from the video. And it's just a matter of cleaning it up. And then when it comes to SEO, if you want to write the, the, the actual written content first because of SEO, I'm going to tell you, I got that covered too because I speak my search engine optimization words, okay? And I have a certain order that I go in, not in this, this particular episode, but when I'm actually creating a podcast episode or I should say a video podcast episode or these days, a video, I am literally going in a particular order and it's based off of what I have done, the work that I've done before I start recording. And this pre-work is important because this is what saves you all the time, all right? So I'm highly recommending to you that you start with the video first. I know there's a lot of people out there, wonderful people that are telling you to start with the the actual written content first and you know you typing it up or whatever but you're going to wind up doing more work because there's a big difference between basing all the forms of media off of a piece of content that you wrote versus actually doing content or creating the content one time and letting that extracting from that and letting that create the other forms of media it's two different things when you base it off of everything else, you're going to have to. So I'm basing it off of the written content. I'm going to have to create the video and teleprompters or remember the script or whatever more work. And then I have to do the audio piece. And then, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's another thing. Some people are saying uh, record the audio and the video separate and then in post-production put it all. You don't have to do all of that. You can do it all at one time and still have high quality. You really can. The technology exists now and you don't have to spend an arm and a leg on it. I'm a big proponent for not spending so much money on studio equipment because it's not necessary. I use what I use and I can actually step up my game if I wanted to, but I'm not. I rather allocate my funds towards other parts of my business. That is way more important when it comes to the things that I do not want to do and I can outsource than me spending all this money on fancy equipment, then I got to figure out how to work it. I don't have time for all that. You don't need the expensive stuff. You don't need, for an example, let me tell you, you don't need a Shure microphone. Everybody's using the Shure microphone. They're using the Shure SM7B or the MV7. And it's like people are doing it because they see everyone else doing it and, and they the celebrities are using it or whoever else they see using it. And so they see it all around the Internet. Everybody grabs that. They think that that's going to give them the best audio quality. And the truth of the matter is it's not always about the microphone. You want a high quality microphone, but your interface got to be straight. And then the dynamic mics, you got to give that a gain boost unless you have an interface that automatically does that. And there's there's so much that people don't tell you about that. And you just see them. You know, it's not for them to tell you anyway. You, If you just copycatting, you know what I mean? You're going to wind up spending more than you think you have to spend on something that's not going to give you the quality that you think because you think it's all about the mic. There's so many different things that go into it. You know, you have to think about your room that you're in. Is there going to be a lot of reverb because you have an empty space and you don't have anything absorbing the sound? You don't have like curtains up and, and uh, uh, stuff on the wall 
like sound absorption material and you don't have things that can that can really absorb the sound to make it where it's not echo and reverbing off of the stuff you have on your desk or whatever, you know. But what I want to say to you is that you do not need this fancy studio and all this fancy equipment. It's so not necessary. It really is not. So getting back to the short microphone, just as an example, if you're going to use a dynamic mic, you're going to need something to boost the gain, like I told you, right? So you're going to need something like a cloud lifter, like this right here, right? Notice how my cloud lifter is not attached to anything because I don't need the cloud lifter. I don't, I don't have to spend the extra money on a cloud lifter because of the interface that I have now. I have the Vocaster. There's just... That's just an example of how technology has stepped up where you don't have to do the things that everyone is showing you or that you're seeing, I should say, in the videos or they're telling you how to do on YouTube. Neither one of these things are hooked up. And this is the traditional hookup for the dynamic mics that people are using. Focusrite, uh, Scarlett, and then the, the, the cloud lifter. I mean, you, mine are not attached and I sound just fine. There's other ways to make your audio be what it needs to be. And you don't need a shore. If you want a shore, I'm get it. Get it. I'm just saying you don't need a hundred dollar microphone is fine. So I want to get back to the mother content that I was talking about that makes everything so much easier. You can flow. You don't have to think about a script. You're just talking in a, a particular order and you'll know the order because it's not you don't actually have to do one take. You're creating the content one time but you don't have to do it in one long take. I don't do that. There's no way that I can sit here for 20, 30 minutes, one long take, because I don't flow in that kind of way. I got all kinds of stuff going through my head and distractions. And that's just me. That's because I get distracted very easily. And also I do stumble over my words sometimes and then I have to do it again, you know, but the, I have a, a way, I, I really have a systematic way, a method that, alleviates that whole long process of recreating content when it comes to I we got the written you need the video now and I got to recreate it based off of that then recreate the audio based on I mean you, you don't have to do that okay and then when it comes to the mother content back to that I'm all about having mama make babies that's how I look at it the mother is having little content babies, little video clips, audio that you can do so many things with it, syndicate it like podcast. Well, old school podcasters know audio syndication, do that to multiple apps and directories. And then the written content, oh my goodness, there's so many things you can do with that. So the mother content is having three different babies, but that written content is having babies itself, right? So what you can do, you can use that written content to create a blog post. You can use it for social media posts, taking little pieces, pieces of it, a social media carousels, eBooks, workbooks. You can take all these various different written contents of all the topics and then create a book book. I mean, cause you know, over time and when you're talking, if you add up the long form videos, not the clips, for all the long form videos and extract the, the audio from it and then get the transcription and put it all together. Next thing you know, you have enough words for an actual book that you can have published where people can sit there and read. You know what I'm saying? So 
there's so many different ways that you can repurpose it. And what I what I just talked about was just scratching the surface. There's so many things that you can do when you start with the video first and then extract from that versus starting with the written and having to create a video that's based on it and not being able to naturally flow because you want to make sure that your script is right and all, you know what I'm saying, or the teleprompter, whatever you're using. So again, this episode was just about giving you a piece of how I'm moving forward. I didn't want to go into too much detail with all these various things. I have other episodes that will be coming out. But when it comes to creating multimedia content faster and easier, if that's something that you are interested in, go to meetwithvernita.com. Let's get on the phone, have a conversation. This is a complimentary call. And let's see if me and you are a good fit to work together so that you can create that content, the all three forms of, of primary content in a very streamlined way and use it in the way that you want to use it. There's no reason why you have to pick between one or the other. You really can use all three forms of media and create all three forms of media in a way that is fast, easy, just an overall efficient way. And I have the method to do that. So that's all for now. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Buyer Attractor podcast. I'm here for you at buyerattractor.com.